Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Podcast Manager Show. I'm so glad that you are here today because we are talking about why you need a welcome packet. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, don't worry, I'm going to break that down for you on this episode. Okay, okay, let's talk about why you need a welcome packet. So before we get into the why, let's talk about the what. So what is a welcome packet? A welcome packet is a onboarding packet that you would give a new client when they sign with you. So it's like, hey, you're working with me now. Let's onboard you. And these are the things that you need to know. You can call it a welcome packet. You can call it an onboarding packet. You can call it whatever you want. But in this episode, we're going to call it a welcome packet. So why do you need one and what's the point of it? Why is it essential? Number one, it kicks off the onboarding process. So it is like the first thing that they can get from you when they pay their invoice and you have it ready to go. It's part of your system. So you don't have to think of like, okay, you know, you want to keep that momentum up like they're excited to work with you and you want that first thing that they get from you to be important and look good and all of those things. So number one, it kicks off that onboarding process. Number two, it sets expectations from the get-go. And expectations, my goodness, are so, so, so important when it comes to being a podcast manager and when it comes to being a freelancer who works with clients, period, is setting up expectations for what it's going to be like to work with you. And some of these expectations that we want to set are that you are going to be ready for them, right? Like you are ready to work with them. And this is one way that you can show, hey, I'm ready for you. I'm going to be holding your hand through this process rather than you holding mine. You know, like they're working with you and you're taking care of them. It also shows that not only do you know what you're doing, but there is a certain way that you do it. And so you are setting up those boundaries of deadlines when they need to get things to you highlighting things that were in your contract that maybe they did not read through and you're just showing them your professionalism. So it helps you set those expectations from the start. It also helps you to clarify your workflow. Your client needs to really understand what your weekly workflow is going to be like. If they are iffy on when they need to get their audio files to you, they will for sure not get them to you on time. (laughs) For sure. Even myself as a podcast manager, I still am always like, oh my gosh, do I have something late to Marcy? Do I have everything to her on time? Like it's just an easy thing to forget as a client. And so you need to be really clear with them on when they need to get their files to you and what that process looks like. So you don't need to tell them, you know, when you edit and when you write show notes and like your internal processes perhaps, but they need to understand when they need to get your files to you and obviously that the episode will be released on time 
and maybe they are going to be reviewing something or you need to get the episode done in time for their social media manager to do something with it, make sure that you are both very clear on the understanding of what the workflow is going to look like each week. And in my opinion, part of that workflow is the fact that they are paying for you before you begin work. So throw that in there that each month they will pay you on time and that you will work when you are paid. Another reason why a welcome packet is really, really great is because you can document when your working hours are and when they can expect to hear from you. Once again, you can share as little information as you want. You know, I never really shared with my clients exactly when I work because it's always changing. My schedule is constantly changing, but I did let them know in the early days that I only worked at night. And so if they messaged me during the day, that was great that I would respond to them and see it at night. And I would also let them know that I would respond to them within 24 to 48 hours. So that way, if I were to get a message at 2 p.m. and I was in the middle of running around with my toddlers, I didn't need to read it. I didn't even need to read it that night, but I had to respond to them per what I had told them within 24 hours. And so you can share when your working hours are, you can share when they can expect to hear from you, and also the best way to contact you. We've all had clients that would Facebook DM us. And it's like, no, 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 this is not where I do business. <laughs> I do business in the emails. I do business over Voxer. I do business on Trello or Sauna or wherever it is that you want to communicate. And it's not necessarily only your preference. It's also their preference. Uh, but decide on where you're going to communicate. And so they know how to contact you and when you will respond to them. Can I just interrupt this episode to let you guys know that my husband just texted me asking me if it was okay if he could vacuum or wondering if I was recording. And that is how you know that you are married to someone who's in podcasting is that you have to ask such questions. But good on him for recognizing that this is actually not a great time to vacuum because I would not want to put my own podcast manager in that position to have to remove vacuuming in the background. Okay. Anyways, back to welcome packets. So the last thing that I want to share on why you should have a welcome packet is that it's nice. It's a really impressive thing. And if you make it visually appealing, the client's like, oh, yes, I just spent some good money and it is already worth it, right? Like that's the type of experience that I want to have for my clients is that they're like, I just paid premium dollar and I'm going to get taken care of on a premium level. Like that's just, ooh, it is so, so good. And maybe you're not premium dollar yet, but your process can still be premium, right? We want to be really good at what we do. We want to be great at what we do. And this is one of those things that you can implement into your business to really take your services from eh, good to, oh, yes, Everything is clear, everything is lined up, everything is outlined, and the client knows from the start on how they are going to be working with you and how professional you are and that you will take care of them, but you also have expectations from them and you have boundaries so that you can also be a regular human being and not a freelancer 24-7. Okay, those are my reasons why you should have a welcome packet. And if this is a new idea to you, I encourage you to implement this in your business and see how it changes things. 
And maybe the design element of this idea makes you think, oh gosh, this sounds like a really big endeavor. I would encourage you to outsource the design piece if you think that that's the reason it's going to take you forever to make one of these, right? You can have all of the information written out on a Google Doc, hire someone to put it into a PDF format for you, and then you can have it within a week, right? I just, I know that there are things in my business that have taken me so long to implement just because there was a piece of it that I wasn't confident about. And so I always want to say that if design is something that you are not that confident in, yet you want this to look dynamite, just outsource it. Just get that done (laughs) so that you can implement this into your process when you are onboarding clients. I love, love, love talking about how to serve clients on a high level. And I love talking about setting expectations, managing expectations, working with clients like, oh, there's so many intricacies. And I just love chatting about this. So Let me know if you do and let me know what you think about this episode over on Instagram. I am at Lauren Wrighton and I would love to chat with you over there. All right, that is all that I have for you today. A quick, quick episode for you, but I hope it was great. I will talk to you so soon. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.